Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Welcome to episode 123 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. And fam, we love you. You know that. We're so grateful that you continue to listen week after week. And boy, do we have a treat for you today. So we've got the most interesting man in the world, the big Arrivederci, Scott Longyear on, and a surprise guest. It's like that, but wait, there's more. Heath Bottomley. Gentlemen, welcome. Well, thanks for having us. <laughs> was that subtle enough? Was that a good intro? Okay. <laughs> I'm just excited that we actually got something going here. Everybody's laughing, laughing so much. Hey, I'll, welcome to episode uh, 123 that we're going to call edition. The COVID edition. <laughs> one th- yeah, COVID edition. A third of us have COVID. <laughs> we'll let you determine which one, which it's, third. Yes. <laughs> It would be me. Thank you very much. Yeah. So, dog on it. You yeah. got your sexy voice on. Well, <laughs> yeah, I could have called you the big COVID. <laughs> that there's the big nobody, Corona. Nobody wins with that. <laughs> the big, the big uh, that's right. That's right. Oh man, 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 man. Hey, glad that everybody is joining us. We're excited. Uh, episode one twenty three. Let me tell you what's going to happen on this episode of World Worship Leader Probs podcast. We're going to uh, give you some great resources as usual. Man, we're going to laugh hard with some, with some pretty yeah, killer uh, prayer concerns. And we're here with our great friend, uh, Heath Bottomley. And uh, we're just going to interview uh, Heath on all things Heath, which this guy just has uh, has his creative paws in so much. And whatever he touches, he leaves better. So I'm confident that you're going to walk away, uh, walk away more equipped. But before we get rolling, let me tell you about Planning Center. Our primary sponsor, you know, Planning Center makes software that's designed to help us find freedom to focus on what really matters in our ministry. So Planning Center is a set of online software products, and you can subscribe to these products individually, or you can link them all together and use them as a full church management system. And as always, you can try any product from Planning Center free for 30 days. And brand new product release called Publishing. Now, Publishing is a way for churches to create their own custom content and share sermons with their congregation through the the Church Center app and website. That's planningcenter.com. They're the best in the biz, guys. The best in the biz. Okay, so I'm kind of excited for you guys to get... So, okay, 007, that, that number's taken, right? Well chronicled. But I feel like we have 008 mm. in Heath Bottomley. Could oh, be. I'm scared. I have a license to do Could what be. exactly? <laughs> well, we're going to figure that out as we go along today. It's a license for cool, right, Brian? Because you meet some people Absolutely. who are like, well, it's not my real name. It's my stage name. But Heath doesn't have to do that. Like his mom was like, Heath Bottomley, destined for greatness. That's what Absolutely. Every time I think of Heath Heath Bottomley, destined to be teased (laughs) with the last name, like Bottomley. (laughs) Well, it's tough on my, so you mentioned it for my mom and everything. She's, um, her maiden name's Garcia. So for her, the culture shift to having a last name of Bottomley 
Um, I, mm. I can't even begin to understand the pain that she went through. Um, but I have grown up with that. And so I've kind of acclimated myself to it. And Did then Scott a- and I start, decided to build a company called, you know, uh, what is it? Long Bottom Productions. Mm. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. I can always leave it. I sure heard that one. That's <laughs> shockingly <weird>. good. <laughs> Shockingly, that name was not trademarked. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Nobody there, else has taken this. There was no need. <laughs> so, as you know, I'm here with the Long Bottom Boys yep. today. That's us. Not to be confused with the Soggy Bottom Boys. No, no. Uh, very close. Long Bottom. Very close, but different. Okay. So, Long Year has COVID. Heath, are you healthy? Um, mentally, <laughs> uh, physically, somewhat. Yes, that's been a lifelong question. But no, I'm doing good. I actually had COVID back in January. Um, Mm. Interestingly Mm. enough, it was after hanging with Scott. And I'm seeing a common denominator here of people who are getting infected. Um, I'd like to influence people. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Stop spitting on me. So you guys are, have you had the big exhale after Easter? I mean, obviously Scott caught some exhale because he now has COVID, but have you all had like that moment where you're like, okay, Easter's over? I I haven't really experienced that yet because uh, it was like everyone was, it's like everyone makes the list and goes, oh, okay, after Easter, then we'll get a lull. So here's the things that we're going to tackle after Easter. But the problem is everyone's making that list. And so as soon as Easter's over, everyone comes in with their list and they're like, oh, so with all of our free time, this is what we're going to accomplish. And it's like eight times as much as what was leading up to Easter. <laughs> so it kind of programs against it. So we're like, it's kind of like when you have a day off and you co- and then you show up uh, and on your counter and first thing in the morning, your wife has left you a list of things. Hey, since mm-hmm. you're off, you know, it, 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 here's, <laughs> exactly. a, here's a couple of things you could crank out and it's like rebuild the house. You know, yeah. from right, scratch. right, 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 right. I'll get right on that. That'll be that'll be fun. I didn't I didn't want to binge watch anything on the Netflix today. So it's awesome. So okay, guys, the three of us got connected through Experience Conference. We all serve on the ministry team. Actually, actually, I am like just the member of the ministry team. These guys are like upper echelon, like experience royalty. That's what these two dudes are, Scott and Heath, right? You guys, are, you, you can own that. I, Brian, I mean, <laughs> you make the ministry team go around. You, you're the lifeblood of it. You. <laughs> no, no, they don't even know Perception my name. Perception and reality may be two different things. <laughs> Worship leader problems right. guy. That's it. That's, yeah. that's it. That's right. what, yeah. Uh, right. So Al Denson kind of has been our fearless leader, and Al just calls me probs. <laughs> hey, Probs, come over here. Yeah. I was um, I was Buddy for even the first couple of years on staff. So, um, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, Buddy. That's, awesome. That's right. You don't know me, so, do you? Yeah. Okay, we're going to f- unfold a lot of that experience conference stuff here today. We're going to talk about all kinds of things with Heath. Um, but how are you? So, how literally, how are you guys doing? Other than having COVID, Scott, how are you doing? Well, yeah, have have COVID. I uh, I enjoyed um, I enjoyed my my exhale for three minutes after Easter, and it was funny because I the weekend after yeah. Easter I was down uh, was an experience uh, event actually I was speaking at and uh, and ministering with and then came back home and then not feeling great and Doc's like Doc's like well are, are you tired I'm like well yeah I'm tired I've been traveling of course I'm tired yeah. you know like do you have a cough 
I got a little thing in the back of my throat, you know, like, and they're like, oh yeah, I have COVID. Oh, that's great. You know, so, oh. you know, thanks, thanks for that. But, um, did you uh, lose your smell? No, I haven't. So I've been vaccinated. Okay. So I can tell you, um, I'm not hundred percent sure of much, but I'm a hundred percent sure that, uh, the vaccine vaccine that I have is not a hundred percent effective. So <laughs> interesting. There you go with that. <laughs> so interesting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So interesting. No, it's pretty mild. We're good, but it's just a, it's an exhaustion. It reminded me this Easter reminded me I, that we have to build those spaces of margin in like intentional, mm-hmm. like this is my do nothing time, rebuild myself day. And we don't, we're not real great about doing that, you know, but especially after Easter, man, cause it seems like it's Christmas Eve. We take a nap and we wake up and it's Easter. Yep. So let's just like take a breather and then, and then get back to it. Mm-hmm. What about yeah. you, Brian? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of agree, except for the COVID stuff. I don't have it and I haven't had it, which I'm grateful for, but come see me. I'll take um, care of you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that is awful. Uh, that is awful. Man, th- but this Easter was exhaust. It was just an exhaust yeah. exhaustion that I had not experienced in an Easter before. Talk- so why, why is that? Um, yeah, that's a great question. I'm not sure other than, um, yeah, it's a great question. I don't, I don't, I, it wasn't abnormal. Um, I mean, we did some extra services, but we, we always do that. Um, I just, I think, um, man, it seems like for all of us, like I feel kind of tired, but a tired that like a day off isn't going to satisfy, you know what I mean? Like I, I need, I need a little more than that. So you know what I need? I need, I need some WLP merch. (sighs) It How's makes that you feel for better if you just wrap your segue. Subtle. Very <laughs> subtle. Uh, <laughs> if, exactly. If only you guys, knew so a guy tell me more about this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys, we've got all this new merch. Go check it out. We've turned some prayer con- we're turning some prayer concerns into shirts. Uh, you gotta go check that out at worshipleaderprops.com. Have some fun. Yes, yes, indeed. And you know, a lot of the a lot of the merch now is uh, taking quotes from our prayer concerns, which is one of our favorite times of, of the episode. And speaking of that, why don't we just dive in to our favorite portion of the episode we call prayer concerns. Well, guys, a couple of weeks ago, I told you Easter was coming, and so we were really excited to get some epic prayer concerns, and you (laughs) did not disappoint, as you often almost never do. So here's what prayer concerns are in our context. Um, Everybody's got a connection card. Uh, You've got a live stream chat, you know a lot of times you ask for prayer requests and sometimes the people, they do that. They I'm having surgery, my mom's sick, whatever. But often they like to let you know how they think you're doing. And often that is not great. They're not pleased. So they're coming for you. They might use the chat of your live stream. They might use a Google review or a Yelp review, but vengeance is coming. <laughs> We're coming and for you. And they will find you out. They are, they're coming for you. They will find you out. So let, that's what prayer concerns are. You can always submit yours anonymously. We'll never share your name or your church's name. You can do that on the prayer concerns tab at worshipleaderprobs.com, or you can also uh, send us a DM on Instagram. So let's dive right in. Prayer concern number one. I had someone ask me when we were going to sing some hymns. I looked at this person confused since I try to do at least one hymn every week, and that Sunday we had done nothing but hymns. And when I mentioned that fact, she replied, no, I mean real hymns out of the hymnals. (laughs) Wow. 
<laughs> Got to hold the book, man. It's not enough that we're singing yeah. them. Got to hold hold that book. As soon as you put the, them yeah, on slides, it negates it. They're, they're exactly, no longer. Exactly. There's, there's That's a, a no-go. The printed word. That's a no-go. Does the printed word mean nothing to you, Brian? <laughs> That's a no-go, man. All right, number two, prayer concern number two. <laughs> Sneakers, really? You should have more reverence for the Lord than sneakers when you're leading. It's too cold for sandals. We've got it, Brian, you're the meme king, so you need like, you need an order of acceptable footwear to non-acceptable footwear. You know what I mean? I mean, like, where's <laughs> sneakers great. on the page and then like... Like, you start, flip flops start thre- like threatening that. people with Crocs. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You don't like my sneakers? Well, I'm bringing back the Crocs. <laughs> never Crocs, never. <laughs> How do you like me now? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. Number three, prayer concern number three. On Easter Sunday morning, I woke up to a text at 7.30 a.m. from someone in the congregation asking if we would play the older song, Lily of the Valley, as part of our contemporary worship service as a birthday surprise for his wife, as the song reminds her of her grandmother. (laughs) We're we're taking requests, man, for grandma reminders. This next one goes out. To a little lady oh, who's sitting there enjoying her Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. Come on, fam. Oh, wow. Come on. Wow. Come yeah. on. Hey, thanks so much, because I wasn't sure what we were going to do on this Easter. And exactly. your text just really well, After all, you only work. Like this. You only show up exactly. to work and figure it out then, right? You know, yeah, exactly. What do you do it's with like, the rest right. of your week? Let's see. Battle Belongs or Lily of the Valley. Which way can I go? That's tough. <laughs> Easter tough. Sunday. All right, number four, prayer concern number four. When I was serving as minister of music, I received an anonymous letter from a visitor telling me that worship was great, but my weight was holding this person back from fully enjoying it. Oh, And then they proceeded to tell me in brotherly love about a weight loss product that they had used and had really helped them and how they they thought it would help me and help the congregation more fully focus on worship. So is this is this a sales scheme? Or <laughs> sort of seems like that. Sort not, of seems like that. Not only did it work on me, but I am also selling it. So for the low and price. And it's gonna enhance your worship. And when they oh. say it was holding them back, like like physically holding them back. I yeah, mean, not like, enough. Yeah. It sounds like not enough, really. <laughs> the holdback was very selective. Yeah. Oh, Jeez. Yeah, come oh, on now. Come yeah, on come now. on, fam. Don't be doing that. Don't be putting that weight loss stuff up on me. And... Well, your skinniness was really affecting my leadership. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. <laughs> come on, man. Here's a Snickers I'm bar. like, eat it. Eat a cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, number wow. five. Prayer concern number five. This is the last one, the bottom of the pudding cup, and it says, have you thought about voice lessons? <laughs> As a fleeting thought. Um. <laughs> is that it? This is a particularly savage, that's it, man. Pretty savage, pretty savage wow. crew of uh, prayer concerns. Gosh, yeah. man. Well, yeah, Thought the critics boys. come out on Wait, Easter, but man. maybe, maybe they <clears throat> meant, have you thought about giving? Oh, there you lessons. go. See, see, we see, naturally You're already assume, making an impact. Yeah, you know, I try to look at the, the best, assume the best. That, 
that actually may be our fault. We have, we we may have been Brian for years. You may have been misreading all of these prayer concerns. <laughs> we I thought they have. were criticisms when actually they were compliments. Um, yeah, the weight the out. weight thing might have been actually you are a stumbling block to me on the stage. You are so attractive <laughs> that it was hindering my worship. See, all of these things are actually the opposite. Said nobody of how in any of our them. churches ever when we were on the platform. <laughs> exactly. 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 Oh my gosh. I am so attracted oh. to you right now. It is hindering my worship. So I mean, I just I call it like I see it. There so, you go. Yeah. There you go. Well, fam, those are prayer concerns. Uh keep sending them in. Uh we'll never share your name or your church's name. Uh and you can submit those on the prayer concerns page at worshipleaderprobs.com. And as you've heard, the uh, the third voice, the the third amigo, and I don't know how to, uh, I had something clever, but it's COVID. I'm blaming everything on COVID currently. It's COVID. So it's, it's COVID. just COVID. It's just COVID. Your sense but of taste excited. goes away. Sense of humor. <laughs> right. No. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, how long can I play this out? Another bad sermon, Pastor. <laughs> it's actually November. It's COVID. It's COVID. <laughs> that was five years ago. It's the COVID fog. <laughs> It's long-term effects. I still can't taste it. Or it does. <laughs> and we're super excited to have, as you can tell, like our friend and uh, comrade Heath Bottomley. And so uh, Heath and Brian and I have just been friends for years as we've uh, linked arms and met actually at the Experience Conference and felt a great kinship for a ministry in the church and then even outside of the church. And um, Heath is one of the most uh, creative guys I know that that. Um, just really possesses uh, the creativity and then the organizational go get them. And I just love, we've shared several meals and conversations together where we just dream the what if, what if, what if. And so, so we're just gonna spend a little bit of time with Heath and I know Heath, you're going to leave us uh, better than, than you found us with, with, with Brian and I is not really a tough job, let's be honest. But, but uh, <laughs> like how low are we setting this bar? <laughs> so tell us a little bit, give us some background about uh, you're, you're in Phoenix. Tell us about the church that you serve there and what your role is. Yeah, um, I'm in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, which is a nice, cool, uh, I think, 91 degrees today. Um, oh, yeah, we hit the 90s, mid-90s this uh, last week and everything. And, of course, I'm seeing everybody else bundled up in parkas on different parts of the nation. So we're roughing it. Um, we got the AC on full blast. Um, but we'll survive. We'll, we'll rebuild from here. Um, we are uh, in... Our church is in two different areas of town. We have two campuses. There's one in Peoria, which means probably nothing to you guys, um, other than the fact that it's about five miles away from our central campus, which is in Glendale. The church is Pure Heart Church. Um, the senior pastor is uh, Dan Steffen, who's a good friend of mine. Actually, the very first uh, ministry job that I had was as a youth uh, worship leader here at Pure Heart uh, 24, 24 years ago. And uh, Dan and I actually worked together for one week before um, God called me off to greater things. No, um, we always say God called me to, to something else when really somebody offered me a job. Um, <laughs> I got a better offer. <laughs> yeah. At, at 18, 20 years old, you know, it's, it's, it's going, hey, it pays the rent, so I'm actually going to take this job. Um, and then we say yes, and God, God called me to it as well. Um, so it's cool to be back here 20 some odd years later and uh, serving with with Dan again, and um, I'm the uh, lead pastor of our creative teams, which is uh, encompasses worship, uh, media arts, tech arts, and uh, communications. So we've got a great team here. Some of mm. some of the team you guys have met personally, um, mm. and Allie is uh, one of those team members who uh, faithfully uh, 
works on just about anything we throw at her, whether worship leader probs, experience conference, any of those things. Fearlessly, so, man. Yeah. Fearless. She's gold. Um, but we've got a, a tremendous team, a couple different, uh, uh, several different worship leaders on the team. Um, just an, a great crew, and I'm um, stoked to be a part of it. So yeah. So if if you're not following Heath on uh, Instagram, uh, the Graham Graham, the Graham Graham, uh, and and Pure Heart as well, you you need to go check them out. I love following them because it man it challenges and pushing me. I I love seeing what you guys are doing. So tell me. Uh, what are you excited about at Pure Heart? What What are you excited about what you see God doing? Well, um, about a couple months before the whole COVID shutdown hit and everything, uh, I had come in initially as a consultant to take a look at everything. And there was such a great beginning of an online presence. Uh, and so I kind of pitched this idea of going, you might want to consider transitioning to an online campus. And, and the difference mm-hmm. between um, an online service and an online campus is one has more of a fly on the wall experience. It's really meant as more of a bridge to to physical attendance, um, but an online campus has more of a cul-de-sac. Like it's a destination. You're going there, and that's your that's your campus that you're attending. And so, making the switch to that um, was something I was like, I think you have all the makings of that um, potentially uh, to start moving that direction. And so when the shutdown happened, we were already a couple steps into making that happen. And so suddenly all of the resources and the focus was, okay, now there's, there's no, there's no second idea. There's only the first idea. Let's go full Mm -hmm. on into this online campus. And so the thing that I've been most excited about lately is that we have, um, almost fully stepped out of the, oh, that's what's happening on the weekend on campus feel to our online campus. We're starting to shift out of that, even what we're planning for the next couple months to create its own experience. Um, Mm. How are people connecting uniquely online uh, with this service? Uh, Even based on like what elements are part of that service? Uh, How do they format? You know, it's stop doing the traditional thing of the same songs that you're doing at this campus, you're doing online. Um, Even the same, you know, the instrumentation could be completely different. Team could be completely different. The environment could be captured completely different um, and not look anything like what's happening on a physical campus. Uh, so the creativity from that, uh, just the sky's the limit. Suddenly it opens up the doors and you can potentially create so much, uh, uh, something so unique and different uh, in that environment. So that's been pretty cool. And we've done some restructuring with the teams uh, to make us less siloed um, and more uh, interactive and just seeing the team flourish and having fun with that is a blast. They're, they're tremendous people. So it's, mm-hmm. that makes chemistry is the biggest aspect of teams. You, mm-hmm. you have one drop of it in the wrong direction and man, it can derail you, but if you've got it, you got to hang on to it. Absolutely, man. And so you can hear, uh, this kind of, the strategic, uh, language and thought process, it just comes pouring out of Heath. And what's one of the things I love absolutely about him. And that is one of the things that led you to, uh, to co-found Maven Media Productions. And so like friends of the podcast, they have heard that name uh, for the last six months because you guys have taken over uh, a podcast production for us, you're editing, producing graphics, all of those things, um, and and doing things for churches and, and conference conferences as well. Can you Tell us a little bit about how was Maven born and what yeah. what does Maven 
hope to accomplish as they come alongside churches and ministries? Yeah. Well, uh, originally, years and years ago, um, I was part of launching an indie label called Makeshift Records. Um, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, even started a conference um, stemming from that, which was called Ignition Conference, teaming up with guys like Aaron Rice, who was with Emac Publishing, and um, just a few different, just tremendous people in the in- industry. Um, uh, we shifted gears because um, if you have a name like Makeshift Records, uh, a, a subtle typo can really mess you up on that. What kind of records are you making? Um, and so a buddy of mine and I then launched um, Maven Media out of that. And Maven Media, Maven is is basically someone who um, excels in their field, but the emphasis is to is to help and teach others. Uh, it's not just hey hey look at what we made. It's how can we help you make something for yourself. Mm-hmm. And so with Maven, um, what we started doing is I was handling um, album production and album that dates me right there because <laughs> we people our age use the term albums. Everything mm-hmm. nowadays is, is a single or playlist or something like that. Um, but I would uh, do production on on bands, albums, and then I would also start um, do things with their graphics, uh, branding, uh, a lot of merchandising for them. And then suddenly it started uh, branching out to where uh, small companies and then churches were uh, starting to ask us to come out and do consulting. Uh, anywhere from strategic planning for a series, um, how to incorporate media into uh, a lot of their outreach campaigns. Um, even just that full integration of this is what our imagery is, this is what our branding is, but our services sound and look like this. Um, pulling those, even our organizational structure is built like this. How can all of those pull together in sync? Uh, because whether we understand it or not, um, how we organize the structure of our organizations often determine and determines the type of things that we do, which then uh, your marketing is an amplification of what it is that we're doing. It's an it's a mm-hmm. outward presence, an outward showing of what we are actually uh, creating our organization to do. So I bring that all up because a lot of times these things are out of sync in companies, in churches. We say we want to accomplish X, but we staff for Y. Mm. And then our organizational structure is actually for C, you know, and so they don't mm-hmm. match up at all. And then we're wondering why doesn't this work? Well, because none of these things are working in tandem with each other. You will never accomplish X over here because you're not set up for it. So mm-hmm. Maven um, encompasses all of those things. So you'll see uh, Ali, um, who works, who is a part of Maven. She handles all of our social media promotion. Um, and so she does that from the standpoint of working with organizations to brand uniquely for them to engage and lay, um, raise the, the level of their ongoing interaction. Um, but then I'll be heading over to different churches and work through anywhere from um, their, their look and their, their branding, how they're communicating with the outside world around them, their community around them, um, and, but then go as deeply as how should your organization be structured in order to accomplish the very things that you feel God has called you to do? So mm-hmm. it really runs the gamut um, of, of things that we have our hands in, um, but they're all tied in together. There's, there's that little red line that connects all the dots there. And very helpful, right, to have uh, somebody from the outside come in and give a fresh look, because when we get on the inside... We just, we're not always able to yeah. able to see it, right? Well, it's like your living room. I mean, you yeah. at a certain point, 
uh, pretty quickly, you stop seeing your living room a- anymore as mm-hmm. a guest. It becomes a, oh, yeah, just throw that in the living room. Uh, <laughs> that feeling when you walk into someone's house and you walk into that living room, you're seeing it with completely fresh eyes. So uh, all the things that you've kind of just assumed um, were okay or whatever to that person, they might find it odd, awkward, going, why is why is this raincoat laying on the couch? It hasn't rained here in six months. You know, um, that type of stuff, uh, it has to make sense if you're trying to accomplish something with that first impression. So Heath, we'll shift gears a little bit because I know yeah. you've got your your you know your hands in just a whole lot of stuff, including the experience conference. And mm-hmm. so uh, we all kind of uh, volunteered and joined up at this at the same time and been there for for a long time. We go a little bit off script and just ask you serve as the creative strategist yep. for that, um, which you know we work together and 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 just get to watch you just do some tremendous tremendous mm-hmm. work. But talk to me about your heart, like why why. Why do you have a heart and passion for the experience conference and why are you still there and still like knocking this thing down and so passionate about it? Well, there's a line in, um, in, uh, Godfather three where, um, Al Pacino says, you know, just when I thought it was out, they pulled me back in. Um, and, (laughs) and the culprit for that was, um, a gentleman by the name of, uh, Scott Longyear. Um, no. So, Long, of Longbottom. So, yes, maybe. Oh, you've heard of him. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, actually, Scott and I um, jumped in uh, part of the ministry team uh, the same year. We were, uh, I remember sitting on uh, the couch at the retreat with, with him and uh, hearing his story. And uh, we just, our eyes met from across the room and we, we shared a moment. Not, um, not true. Nothing about there it. Was, music was playing softly in the background. <laughs> um, no, we, we just, we came from very, uh, similar, uh, mindsets and, um, and jumped in. And then what I loved about experience and continue to love about experience is there is, a, there's glimpses and, and actually I think now a renewed focus towards lowering the stage, yeah. um, in yeah. its interactions mm-hmm. between, uh, more well-known artists and speakers and the people who are actually in all, in all, for all practical purposes, are peers of them who uh, do their songs, lead people, congregations, thousands and thousands of people across the nation in the songs that these other guys have written. Um, and they do it on a weekly basis. They are the conduit through which a lot of these songs are made known and these rallies, these anthems are communicated to, mm-hmm. to the masses. And so understanding that and seeing this isn't experience conference could exist really well as a, as a bunch of sessions that are basically concerts. Um, Mm -hmm. but the truth is you can, you can stay in your, in your city and, and catch a concert. You can jump Mm -hmm. on YouTube and catch a concert. Um, what, what I think is really cool is the desire to make something unique at experience where we lean into each other. Um, we, uh, experience things that, uh, we're not going to catch anywhere else, interactions that we're not going to see anywhere else, but we're going to be spoken to and communicated with, um, as peers, uh, knowing yeah. that we have each other's back. We're going to encourage, we're not alone. That's the thing in ministry. I think le- they always tell you leadership is lonely. Uh, mm. but I think a lot of that is because we make it lonely. Mm. We choose mm. to believe mm. that we're doing these things all by ourselves. We're the only one who gets prayer concerns. We're the only one who gets a <laughs> connection card that says, so vocal lessons, huh? Um, <laughs> but we're not, you know? I've had people who uh, I've stepped behind uh, other worship leaders coming into it or whatever and uh, come off the platform and had a person look me in the eye and just basically go, I really like it when the other person leads. 
you know, and just yeah. that that wonderful sinking feeling, you know, um, we all experience that. And knowing that you're not alone in that and you're walking with people who have experienced that and have your back and also want to supercharge you to face what's coming and brainstorm together, there's nothing, there's nothing that competes with that. And yeah, you really do feel that. that more. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, feel that, that when you're there, right? It's not, <clears throat> and we're seeing this more and more in, I mean, I hate to use the term industry, but you know, that's been our heart to, to how lower the stage. Right. Yeah. And so, um, it's not like getting off of the bus and then going to the green room and don't talk to me or anything. And so we've been very intentional, uh, and you've been very intentional as you've been booking artists and speakers, uh, in doing that. So talk a little bit about how that's going to look this year in terms of the stage being lowered and in interaction between all of us who are there. Well, I think even how we're, even when we're doing the booking, you know, Scott, you and I have talked a lot about this. Um, our interaction has been going intentionally going, we would love to have you as a part of experience. Um, we would love to see how you can interact with other, uh, other artists who are actually on your night, make it more of a, an interactive element. Um, what's great is that I had a, I had a zoom call with, uh, Joel Barnes, who's from Maverick city music. Come on. And he, I mean, he's, he's all over. I mean, I'm looking at his following. I'm looking at how many hits promises got, you know, and everything. Millions of people are listening to this thing. And um, on the Zoom call with him, and he's like, tell me about experience. And so I kind of unpack it a little bit. And he's like, that's awesome. Because he's like, I really wanted to make sure that whatever I'm connected to, that it's more than just me showing up for a show. He's mm. like, I don't mm. want to just mm. do my set and disappear into the green room like what Scott just said. Um, he's like, I want to make sure that I'm a part of stoking the fires of a movement uh, that, that continues on with people. I want to breathe, breathe life into uh, into people's hearts so that it does more. He's like, so tell me how I can serve. And right wow. there, yeah. I'm like, that's the same type of mentality as like we've had with Meredith Andrews, who's a great friend of the conference. Their mentality is not to, okay, Hey, what, um, this is what I need. I'm going to show up and I'm going to do this. You know, it's uh, how can I serve? And I, mm. I just love that. I got to tell you, I'm, I'm pretty pumped about lots of the content, lots of the, the things I see, I see coming. So we've, I'm just going to run down, uh, some of the artists and speakers that are, are going to be there. Um, <clears throat> we've got Brandon Lake of Bethel music. Uh, we've got Joe L Barnes, uh, from Maverick city music that Heath just talked about. Uh, we've got Hosanna Wong, uh, who is an author, Bible teacher, spoken word artist. That name may be new, uh, to some people, but Hosanna is going to be awesome. Red rocks worship, who are just killer guys, man, huge friends of worship leader probs and have been on the podcast before and vertical worship, great, great content coming out of vertical, uh, Natalie Grant, who's just a vocal, that girl's got a howitzer, man, um, (laughs) vocally, Carlos Whitaker, our main man, Chris McClarney, come on, uh, Charles Billingsley, who is the teaching pastor at Thomas Road, and, and just an unbelievable speaker. Andy from Vertical is going to speak. Like these are all, uh, the, the, I think the common thread of all these people is that it's, they're, they're, as you said earlier, they're people who are doing what we do in churches all over the country yeah. already. And that's, that, that, that brings uh, an energy and an excitement to this event that has always stuck out to me. So tell me, like, um, tell me, what can you tell us about some of the main 
some of the main sessions? Dude, well, one of them is uh, it, when we have Brandon Lake. Brandon Lake and Natalie Grant are on the same night. Um, and on. what's so cool is that I didn't realize this, but talking with their guys and stuff like that, that they were slated to do a project together this last year. And then wow. um, COVID hit and kind of derailed that. Um, but it was cool going through social media and seeing Brandon Lake post something. It was a video clip that was sent to him from the belonging company. And it was mm. Natalie leading that congregation in one of Brandon's songs. <laughs> and so he was posting going, I, I can't tell you how much I love this and how much um, of a, you know, he's like, I am a huge fan of Natalie's as an individual and also as a worship leader. Um, and, and he's like, I can't tell you how much this speaks to my heart. And so uh, hearing that, seeing that, and then uh, putting them together on the same stage, and then, uh, and then they're going to be they're talking intentionally about how they are going to overlap uh, their content, their sets, and everything like that um, to create something that's unique. Uh, opening night, we have Chris McClarney. We got Scott bringing it. He's going to bring on. the message, uh, give us kind of pave the way, the opening session there. Um, and then we also have Hosanna Wong, who's going to be uh, doing spoken word and, and intentionally weaving these elements together. Uh, mm. Not to where it's like, okay, we're done with that set. We're moving to this, but going, mm. uh, feeding off each other, creating uh, these moments that refresh the worship leaders in the room, that energize them, that enables them to kind of let go of everything they stepped into the room with and start looking at what does God want to speak into our hearts this week? Uh, and so every session is going to be built like that to go, all right, where are we going from here so that when they leave on Friday, they're leaving with a renewed vision. They're leaving mm -hmm. with a healthier uh, sense of purpose. And, um, and they're leaving with maybe even some concepts of things that they can bring back to their community, uh, whether creatively, uh, song-wise, or whatever it is, or just vision and, and purpose and content um, with how to communicate to their teams or things that they can do. So, I mean, mm -hmm. I'm just stoked about that. I think it's all working together really well, and I'm excited how it's all going to weave together for that week. Awesome. Yeah, and, and most of the artists, it's not a one and done. Uh, a lot of the artists are sticking around and doing some workshops, and you'll run yeah. into them in the hallways and all that. So when we talk about lowering this, that's really what we're doing. And uh, we're all like, I mean, I'm, I'm tired of the phrase, we're all in this together, but you do get that common feeling of like, it's, yeah, man, there's not this hierarchy of people more important in the kingdom. We're all just, mm -hmm. just doing our own thing and to be able to hang out. Uh, and ask some questions of somebody who may be further, further along, learn some things uh, along the way. Super, super refreshing. And so, so yeah, we're just, we're thrilled with everything creatively that, that Heat's been able to bring and, and put together in the middle of all that. Like, I, I, we're going to have 60-some uh, workshops, I think, Heath, right, on a variety, uh, of, mm -hmm. uh, variety of topics, um, all the way from leading kids' worship to uh, production to songwriting to just so much and, um, mm -hmm. and all that. So for all the information on that, Heath, they can grab their information where? Experienceconference.com. I did that with my best radio voice okay. that I could muster up. <laughs> uh, Experienceconference.com is the best way. It'll give you a lot of information on stuff. And you're right. You know, I, I do want to clarify, too, something that was a real strong heartbeat of Scott's is going, um, I know that sometimes we'll look at something like, oh, well, that's a worship conference. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a worship pastor. I'm not a worship leader. Um, but really, our heartbeat is more for cultivating creativity in the church. Uh, and also mm -hmm. uh, assisting with, with mindsets of leadership in the church. So this covers uh, um, the spread of anywhere from senior pastors who 
this is a great common ground because it speaks mm-hmm. into leadership. It's common ground where they can go and attend with their worship pastor uh, and and go in there and build that camaraderie uh, and him not and a, a senior pastor not go, well, but there was nothing there for me. No, we have tons of content that is for senior pastors. Absolutely. We have content for for youth pastors, content for tech uh, tech pastors, tech leaders. Uh, team members, vocalists, any musicians, any of these things. If you're involved in your local church and you serve on the weekends in any way, that more than likely there's something that you're going to be able to get out of this conference. Absolutely, it just hits different, guys. I've, mm. I've been to a lot of conferences, and this this one hits different, and that's why we believe in it so deep, deeply. Um, so yeah, head over to experienceconference.com. Join us. We're going to record an episode of the Worship Leader Props podcast yep. with a live audience. It's We're going to have a hangout at some point where there will be cronuts <laughs> eaten and lots of fun had. So you got to join us there. Um, okay, Heath, we, we've asked this question. We call it the big room question. We've asked it to everybody we've ever had on the podcast. Love to get your your take. Like if we if we could gather in one you know ginormous arena, we got every worship leader, production and tech leader, uh, player, singer, lighting pro presenter, every volunteer. We got them all in one place, mm-hmm. and we gave you a microphone. <laughs> what, what would you want to? Yeah, exactly. It's your time. <laughs> what would you say to them? What would you want to say? Besides uh, wanting to do a rendition of um, uh, "Lady in Red." Um, I think, uh, <laughs> so random. <laughs> um, besides that obvious, uh, response, um, no, honestly, there's something that, uh, in any, any time that I, um, am able to, uh, chat with either a church, whether I'm consulting or, um, speaking at a college or whatever it is, um, there is something that is just passionately within me on the subject of creativity. Uh, I believe that uh, we have done a disservice uh, to the character and nature of God by limiting what we see as our ability to be creative. I believe that the most creative being in the universe is God, and all of us are made in his image and likeness. And one of those elements, one of those, the personality traits of God is that he is creative. And what we've done is we have limited and said, well, there's, there's a select few who are creative. And that's not true. We are all built to be creative, whether in problem solving, whether in how we see the world, how we draw connections, um, what we put together, whether it's a spreadsheet or it's a painting, all of these things are elements of creativity, and we've minimized that. And I don't think that that's an accident, because I think that the, um, the ability to, to create and the ability to imagine is very tied into our ability to... Um, see things that aren't as if they were, which another aspect of that is what we know of as faith, the ability to see what is not as if it were and to believe it. Uh, I think it's no accident that uh, kids have, and the way that Jesus talked about kids going, their mindset is so unique. Um, But kids are also, there is no limit to their creativity. No one has told them you can't do that. That can't, well, other than doing something wrong, um, but going, they imagine whatever and as if it were, you know? And so the ability to have faith like a child is tied intrinsically to their ability to imagine and to dream um, and not be limited by the things that go, well, I don't know if that's possible because to them, anything is possible. And so when we have taken creativity out of our churches or limited it to a select few, what we've done is we've removed the ability for people to imagine and dream and, and lean into their faith uh, because 
now they're only seeing and believing in things that they can actually figure out in their heads. Um, it has to make sense in order for me to have faith in it. Um, but when you can add creativity and remind people that in the very core of your character nature is the creativity of God. Mm-hmm. At the very core of who you are is the creativity of the creator of the universe. Suddenly, the impossible is not impossible. It's just a matter of imagining the possible. And mm-hmm. in doing so, I think that that unleashes uh, the, the potential of what, the God, of what God created the church to be. Uh, it is so much a part of who we are. In fact, creativity is so key to everything that we experience. It's the fifth word in Scripture. In the beginning, God mm. created. The first aspect that we even understand or hear about God is that he created. Mm. I don't think that's on accident. I think that's the first thing that we need to know about God. It's intentionally placed there going, you want to know who God is? In the beginning, God did this. He created. So, so what are we going to do with that? And so to me, I think if we, could, if we could start leaning into that creativity, I think it would change the way not only that we experience God, um, but I think it would also change the way that we interact with those around us because Christianity wouldn't be seen as something, a list of things that we can't do or the focus on the things that we shouldn't do or the standards or limits of what we should shy away from. It is the embrace of the unlimited possibilities of what could be. Mm. And that, that to me, I think is one of the most exciting elements that you can trace back to the Garden of Eden going, Mm. look at everything that you can do. The sky's the limit. There's only one thing over here that I'm asking you not to do. That's it. That's it. But yet in Christianity, we tend to think of that one thing. And Mm. that's, well, in Mm. Christianity, you, you just can't do this. You just can't do that. And God's focus wasn't on that. He's going, look at everything else. Mm. Sky's the limit on what you want to do. It's blue sky, big sky. You can, you can, if you can dream it, you can, you can do it. Um, and if we could get back to that, I think that changes everything. Yeah, I would, I would welcome a, a deep dive on that uh, sometime, Brian. I think we need to have Heath back Absolutely. and just go like into personal creativity, like because Let's there's go. there's so so much uh, much on that. But man, Heath, thanks so much for uh, sharing your heart, your passion with us for all the work you're doing. Absolutely, your heart and Maven experience and all that. And you were going to be with us at Experience Conference, obviously. Yes. So man, we'll uh, let's all rally uh, rally all our friends together and um, let's have a week long great time there. In the meantime, it's gonna be though, so good, so good. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Hey, uh, hit subscribe there wherever you listen to podcasts. And uh, do us a favor. If you go over to Apple Podcast and you leave a five-star rating there with a nice review, um, Brian's going to send you uh, a T-shirt. Um, oh, wait. I wasn't supposed to say that on air. Sorry. Um, Brian's going to pay for your registration to experience if it's a five-star review. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Hey, but listen, if you do leave a five-star review, it is a huge help. It helps spread the word about the podcast. And you're going to want to follow us on all the socials. So on Instagram, it's at Worship Leader Probs. Uh, there's 90-some thousand now, right? Closing in on 100,000 followers there because um, Brian Tabor just continues to put out the funny there. Uh, Facebook, TikTok as well. And then on Twitter, just uh, search the hashtag worship leader probs. Yeah, man, and we, we, we don't take for granted that you listen to this. And so thank you for continuing to listen, continuing to engage in the community. And uh, as you've heard here a little bit more about our friends at Maven Media Productions, man, they're just crushing it uh, as they're helping us come alongside us with the podcast. If you're looking for somebody to come alongside you, your ministry or your church, uh, to help you do a deep dive in that 
branding, social media, design, consulting, web, all of that stuff, uh, make sure you go over to mavenmediaproductions.com. They are wonderful people. Uh, you've heard a little bit more about what their heart is today, and uh, I hope you'll, uh, you'll go and check them out. And thanks to our friend Scott Hoke uh, for our voice intro. Thanks for listening, fam. We love you. And until next time, deuces. Arrivederci. I got nothing. I don't know. Was I supposed to be prepared? Uh, <laughs> you're the creative guy and you have nothing? I got nothing. I got <laughs> nothing. We's out. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>